Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the 92nd edition of Cinema Effect. I'm Zach, and I'm joined by my fellow Hans Zimmer appreciator, Jaden. Hello. And the peacemaker, John Cena, a.k.a. Fitzy, a.k.a. Liam. Hey. What's up? Not much, not much. I'm looking forward to starting Peacemaker soon. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to be able to drop all kinds of references here in the intro, just for you. Hopefully you watch it so you get it too. Mm, well, it's on the it's on a pack on Foxtel that I don't have. The pop pack? Is it that one again? I think so. Oh, okay. It's a nice mug. It's a great mug. Mm. I love it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cinema Effect, the podcast where we review and talk about a different movie every single Monday. And this week, that movie is The Guest which opened in the US on the 17th of September 2014. It was directed by Adam Wingard. It is an action thriller, and the synopsis reads, a soldier introduces himself to the Peterson family, claiming to be a friend of their son who died in action. After the young man is welcomed into their home, a series of accidental deaths seems to be connected to his presence. Fitzy, the guest, what did you think of it? None of us had seen it. No. Great, great, cool. Um, it was good. I thought it was fun. Um, I thought the main guy, Legion guy, Dan, he was really great. You know, mysterious one to figure out if he was on the right side or not. And yeah, I think the like yeah, the time period and setting is like pretty cool and kind of subtle. It's like actually like in the past, but yeah, I like. I like it, I guess, that the main guy's really good. And yeah, it's just fun, you know. He's very um, intimidating, so, yeah. Wait, is it in the past? What's about no, I don't think it was. Oh, is it not? I, I, he I had a smartphone. It, yeah, she was using, like, an iPhone 6 or some shit. Oh, yeah, you're right. But it now, felt like it was. That's the it did feel like it was because I made the comment, I think, about halfway through the film when she offers to, like, rip a CD for him. Oh yeah, that. that I, I was like, "Oh, this movie set in two thousand two because no one does that." Mm-hmm. And then, you, and then one of them whip out a, a, a like a freaking smartphone. I'm like, "All right, uh, that's weird." <laughs> I don't think anyone's used CDs for that purpose in a long time. Uh, Jaden, what about you though? Um, no, I really loved it. You know, Adam Wingard, friend of the show. Um, Is he? What did he? What's he done? Godzilla vs Kong. Oh, cool! I know it. Yeah, cool. Um, no, I really like his films. Um, he also did Your Next, which is a bit more akin to this, and it's kind of like this kind of, you know, slasher. Um, but no, I thought this was great. I thought Dan Stevens is great, like Liam said. thought Lance Reddick was great, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, man. Oh, I love me some Lance uh, Reddick. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought the soundtrack and the score were both awesome. You know, the suspense was palpable, message poignant, engaging from start to end, a good use of Pavlov's gun, you know, or knife in this case. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy this movie, like, a lot. I don't get it, guys. I don't get it, all right? This movie's not good. I don't understand, okay? it's But it's like, I'm try- I'm going to spend this entire time, like, trying to get on the wavelength, you know what I mean, of, like, of, of positivity, because it's just, it's just straight to DVD garbage, you know what I mean? I, it's not good, okay? Like, I just can't with it, but... Like, I kind of, I will say in its defense, I, I did have fun watching it for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, this wasn't a bore, it wasn't a slog. And it's not terrible, but it's like. You just call it straight to DVD garbage. But it is, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but like, but it's, 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 it's not. This is a perfect Netflix film. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's like, true. Had it, had it been released two years later, it would have gone straight to Netflix. They're sort of one and the same, though, aren't they? Like straight to Netflix, straight well, to DVD. You know what I mean? Not, not always. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm not canning things like the Irish Red, but like this, this it has this feel to. It. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, you don't. You disagree? I don't know. I just like it's so cheesy, dude. I just can't like with the acting and the dialogue. It's just like, I mean, I had fun. again, I had fun. I enjoyed that aspect of it, but it's not good, you know. Like I don't. It, maybe, maybe my knowledge of like these dumb movies, these cheesy movies, like. Maybe that that um, do movies actually get like way more budget and cheesy than this? Because maybe I just haven't experienced enough of them, you know. Uh, I, those two words would never even cross my mind with this movie. No, really, no. Yeah. really. Oh shit! This is gonna be a struggle, guys. <laughs> this is gonna be a hard one. I will. I will say, when I logged it on Letterboxd, I was surprised by the score. That's fine. Then, like, I proceeded to just see everyone um, thirsting over Dan Stevens in mm. the in the reviews, of course. As is and an I, appropriate reaction. Sure. Very attractive man. You know, I, I'm not totally gra- go for it, you know what I mean? I was very tempted to write one myself. But the thing with it is, in terms of his performance, you know, he is the lead. He carries the movie, no doubt. I'm I'm just trying to genuinely, and I feel like you're sort of, answered it slightly in the opening already, but I'm trying to gauge whether or not like the love for him in this movie is because he's hot and because like it's sort of fun and dumb. Or whether like or is he do people think his performance is like actually good though? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, I I thought it was good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Land like, that answers that. That's like, good. Uh, you know, like the uh, I love the the subtle, soft Southern drawl he employs. You know, I really like his like you know like like sometimes his whacked out you know crazy face is a bit much, but like I think it's all part <laughs> of it. And you know, um, maybe it's with the Legion because how much of the Legion did you watch? I mean, like I don't know because like you know in Legion he's always doing wacky shit, so I thought that was kind of just up his alley. Oh sure, I mean probably yeah. I watched the pilot. I'm gonna I want to watch more for sure. Yeah. I've only seen the pilot. Okay. I know him most from um, from uh, Downton Abbey. Is where oh, I know yeah. Dan Stevens yeah. from. The most. It's quite a change. Quite a change. He's fun in that show too. But but you're with Jane and Fitz. You you think like you'd argue this performance is good. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just trying to understand like where the where it's at. You know what I mean? I'm trying to gauge what are these letterbox people. Is it ironic <laughs> or not? You know that's what I'm trying to find out. No, yeah, I thought it was actually. He was, he was like, you're trying to figure out whether it was, um, sane or not. And like when he, when he came in at first, he was like, really, polite, and he was like doing everything with the family. I thought, okay, maybe he has some like you know, moral, weird moral code or something. But like every mm-hmm. time he's intimidating, he like I think he sells it. That's true. No, that I did. I did like him when he was being intimidating. To Janin's point, like the scene. I mean, there's a few, but like the one particularly where we cut from, or we sort of move from. Is her name Anna? Is that her name? The daughter. Yeah. Yeah, I think Anna? it was. Yeah. When we sort of move from her room to his room, and he's just staring blankly into the camera. You know, like it was, <laughs> like it made me laugh, but I didn't. Not in like this sucks, but like it was like. 
it was a lot, you know what I mean? And like, I think Jane's right. Like, it's a bit too much, but like, I enjoy it. You know what I mean? That's sort of where I'm at with the whole thing. Where like, I agree is intimidating, but like the direction of it is sometimes like so over the top and just like silly. Like, oh my God, like the whole, everything at the end is completely ridiculous. Like it is laughable, but it, it's, it's fun still. So I guess that's where like, I think the film does succeed for me anyway, in where like it's, it's sort of, its lack of budget and, I don't know, execution is sort of playing to its uh, enjoyment for me anyway. That's sort of how I feel about it. Uh, I, did I, like think, it. I did like his accent, though, I will say. I, I, think, um, I think some of his the, the awkwardness in his performance it can be explained away to his status as a veteran and someone that's been, you know, isolated from Western society for whoever knows how many years and then in a specialist program at that. And I think, you know, this kind of awkward interactions or this kind of weird demeanor is kind of part of the character and not necessarily just like poor direction. I think it's, mm-hmm. I think that kind of awkward attempts at, you know, in- intimidation or just other engagements are, you know, genuine parts of, you know, not, uh, you know, I think they're valid parts of the story. I think that's valid. I just, I think for me, it's sort of, it played more goofy than I would have liked, and maybe not. Again, maybe, maybe, maybe I actually did like the goofiness of it, but it was goofy to me. Like, there's no doubt about it. The whole his death scene was hilarious, where he gives the thumbs up. Like, what was that? You know what I mean? Like, that actually, was That's a bit T two. Oh yeah, she you're right. Actually. But like, but it felt like a parody of T two though. Like, not like it's invoking the emotion of T two. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, it is a. I mean, it is a goofy, fun movie, you know, like, but it's also, you know, just a good, you know, like, also solid, you know, it's, it, it's both of what we're saying, you know. Okay, okay. Of the movie it is. Okay. All right. No, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. What did he say? He said, like, I don't, I don't blame you. And then put his, and then he was like. Oh, like you did the right thing. I don't mm. blame you. Oh, yeah, I don't blame you. It's like, all right. All right, mate. That, that, that shit was hilarious, though. One thing I will come out right of the gate and just disagree with is the tension. This whole extended maze sequence at the end, well, the final confrontation, is this what you were talking about with tension, Jaden? You know what I mean? Um, no, that wasn't one of the moments. Because I think that's when it kind of goes more, a bit more balls to the wall. Um, yeah, no, you know, like, sure. like, like, you know, this movie's been on my radar for, and like, radar for a long time and like, it's, the only thing I knew about it was its reputation that it kind of becomes batshit. So, like... Okay. Um, yeah, it all it does. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, when I'm talking about the tension, I'm not talking about that, you know, kind of final third act when it when it all kicks up. I'm talking about the earlier moments, you know, that that little interaction at the party or even, like, mm. when he goes to buy the the guns and, you know, like, this. actually not so much there because it doesn't really build. But I, I think there's moments throughout the film where there certainly is a great use of, you know, just suspense building and just, you know, release. Yeah. I mean, I think I can see that in most when he's sort of just hanging out with the family, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that I agree. I think the tension works there. I just don't – it just doesn't really make any sense to me, though. Like, I feel like from scene to scene, this is this is how I felt. Like, I had no idea if the family wanted him there or not. And it just kept changing scene to scene. Like there's that scene originally at the start where the dad like is 
vehemently argue, arguing with the, uh, his wife against having this guy here. Like, why is he here? And it's, I thought it was, by the way, I thought it was hilarious that they were like shouting at each other, like two feet away from him. Like, he totally can't hear that, but that, that was funny. But anyway, like, he clearly does not want this guy here. Fair enough. That's great. And then, like, an hour later, they're sitting on the couch, and Dan Stevens is like, Oh, I'll go and get a hotel somewhere. And the guy, and the father's like, No, 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 bro. You got to stay here with us. And I'm like, What the? Like, and then it happened again with the mum later, where she's like, I'm so glad you're here. And she was like, so weird. I, don't, I had no idea. It, it just was so inconsistent to me. It was all over the place. Uh, it's, it's kind of the point. He's, he's everyone's best friend. Like he charms everyone. Like that's kind of the the thing. Like the dad did That he like won over the dad that quickly. Yeah, like, you know, pretty. And it's, yeah. you know, it's kind of clear that the dad's stressed and he's kind of, it's like having, so him being able to unload on someone like he does with Stevens is Stevens' character rather. Um mm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is Dan Stevens, this man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you know, I, I think that 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 went a big way into you know helping them. And you know, it's like it's like you know the daughter was saying as well. They don't want a reminder of the son at this point in time, but like also, I think they'd also take anything to kind of be closer with him as well. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. That makes sense because he's yeah he is charming. There's no doubt. We're, we've made that clear. I think you know he's he's a charming dude. Just for me, I feel like I didn't if, – if that's the idea, that he's, like, so charming, he's just winning the entire family over, it didn't really – they didn't sell it enough for me. It sort of worked that's, with the daughter. That's, that's a you problem then, man. No, no, totally, totally, 100%. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not arguing I that. I feel like he he is charming not just, like, in one way, like, his just personality is charming or anything, but he actually, like, charms each individual person, like, in a different way. You know, mm. and, like and he's he, very male manipulator as well. Mm. Uh, wait, what does that mean? Break it down, Jay. Break it Get down. into the gender roles. <laughs> no, no, I just, no, no, I was just being like, you know, like no. he's charming, but he's also manipulative in the way that he is manipulative about it. Yeah, but like he's, um, like to the son, you know, he's like, he gives this attitude of like, you know, just like, you know, fuck the bullies, you know, beat up the bullies. And, like, his son really digs out. And then, to you know, the mom, he's really respectful. And then to the dad, he's just kind of chilling. So, like, he has his That's own... That's true. He has his own mode for each person, you know. He's very, yeah, charismatic. I will say, though, I mean, is he just that charming? Is he just that charming that the mom lets him take her car to pick up the son, you know what I mean? I'm not giving my car keys to some dude. They just walked in yesterday. That was that was like oh, that was like some heady shit there. I was like, man, my car keys aren't going anywhere near this guy. I'm just, you know, just me personally. This guy's clearly something's going on with him. I mean, like they, they talk about him being the perfect soldier and being part of that program. So maybe he is just that psychologically advanced that he can just do this shit. I guess. I guess. Ooh. I guess. Oh yeah, like when the oh, I mean, we can get the other characters like. I don't know. I don't know. I thought the I thought the brother. Oh God, what are their names, dude? I don't know what their names are. The the younger the the school high school kid guy who gets bullied in like the most um you know stereotypical like bully scenes you've ever seen in your life where it's shoved against the locker and it's like oh God. Uh, I I think he's really bad. I think the daughter Anna's really bad in the movie too. Um, I mean to be fair, I thought it was hilarious when the brother straight up rats on Anna. 
like towards the end so hard, dude. When he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you kill those people, didn't you? I don't, I don't care. I don't care though. Yeah, but you like yeah. murdered those people, right? I'm not. It's good. It, it's chill though, bro. Don't worry about it. That was that was hilarious to me. It was like, wow, you just became. I guess Dan Stevens is that charming. He just turned this child into a psychopath overnight. It was wild. And then poor Anna, who, you know, God bless her, is going to all these efforts to unravel this conspiracy. It's just being completely ratted out right now. That was that was brutal. I don't know how they could ever patch up their relationship ever again after that point, you know? Mm, but, like, the scene beforehand where he, like, you know, he swindles over the the principal of the school or whatever, who wants to give him, who wants to expel him. That, that scene weird. is so great that it's like, it was a weird. It was great. It was super weird. It was super weird. It was, fun. it was fun. It was weird though. But like that scene is so great that like makes you, you know, it makes you believe that the boy would um, be that into him, I guess. The boy. I mean, I mean, I guess. It doesn't make me believe. To, like, to say murder's fine, by the way. Murder's fine. You know what I mean? That's a bit much for me, but it is a good scene. No, I think it's playable wise. with the characters. I mean, it's it's extreme, but, like, I think the movie does a fair enough job at setting it up within the, within his story of why he'd feel that such an affinity for him, you know? Like, this kid's getting severely bullied, and he shows him how to stand up for him, and he's the only one that really stands up for him. I think it's fair that he forgives. Not well, it's not fair, but you know, I understand how they get to this point where he is able to forgive him all these things, all these things. Mm, mm, that's true. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, it seems like if you you're know. that much of a loser, you know what I mean. If you're that much of a of a of a, <laughs> of a social loner, and someone stands up for you, I get it. Especially if Dan Stevens does. Um, Do Dan Stevens comes to your school and beats dude, up a bunch of kids? You know what? I think, no, actually, you're making a great <laughs> point here, dude. Murder's fine. Murder's fine. Yeah. The, the whole, the scene was just weird, though, because the principal's like, um, we're going to suspend you or we're going to consider suspension. And then Dan Stevens has a real problem with this, guys. He's, he's going to, this is so this is so bad. No, no, they were going to expel walk him. Out. They said suspension, right? No, it's only after he started saying shit that they're like, we can consider suspension. Right. Right, okay. But then he barred him down even further to detentions. Mm. He was fine with detentions. Mm. I'm just saying, if I were a kid, you know, this is a tangent. I'm just saying, if I were a kid, I'd much rather be suspended than detentions. Because then you just don't have to doesn't, go. Doesn't suspension go on your record in America or whatever? And, like, it can affect, like, other shit in- Oh, really? Like, oh, you know, applications know. for universities and stuff. Okay. Maybe there's- Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that's good. That could that makes a lot of sense because otherwise, like I'm just saying, at least my understanding of suspension, I'd be like I'd want suspension. Basically. Yeah, down here in Australia, I don't think it means fuck all. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I was like thinking to myself, bro, if I got if Dan Stevens got me suspended, I'd be happy. You know what I mean? And then he's like trying to argue against it, and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Anyway, um, how do you guys feel about Anna, the daughter character? She's probably. The, the protagonist of anyone, I would say. And I don't know, maybe it's just the performance, but I didn't really vibe with her personally. Mm, I don't know. She's good. She's a CDs. I already mm. mentioned that. Yeah. 
No, it's like an like important the, character trait. Then it channeled her character from It Follows, and you know, oh. I, think was, I think it was kind of similar in the way it's this. I, I think her character is very similar to the one that she plays in there. No, I think her performance is solid. I don't, you know, I think no, she's kind of alt teen in a middle America town. Mm. It's a bit different, but still wants to fit in, you know, kind of all the tropes, but I think it's fine. Sure. Okay. Okay. That's good. I mean, I will, for, for, okay. With a movie, like, I, I feel like I've talked about all these different elements that, I don't know, I'm clearly on every way. But I, I'm going to make an actual argument here, though, okay, that the mystery isn't good. And I'm going to try and, like, stand here, you know what I mean? Like, with my, stand here. What's the, what's the, what am I trying to say with my, um, make a stance? My, yeah, that. Or like, I'm going to stand here with, plant my flag in the hill or, I don't know, whatever. Um, I'm going to actually try and make a case for this, dude, because there is nothing to like, at the start, I'm like, obviously, this idea of who is this guy? Why is he like this? You know, there's just nothing to it other than he's a psychopath, which is, all right, I guess. But, they were talking about, I was reading in the trivia, like original ideas for the script, and they were like way cooler. They were like, it, it was this idea of the, he, he did know the brother in the war, but he'd actually killed the brother in the war. And then he, the whole thing was that he was disguising himself as coming in and being friendly with the family, but his actual intention is to murder them all because he hates the brother. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. But instead, he's just, He's just crazy because, you know, he's just wild. You know what I mean? I don't – didn't wait for me. I didn't really understand it. That's my flag. My flag is planted. Is anyone going to run up the hill? Is anyone going to run up with their little uh, – I'll run up the hill. With their muskets. Run up the hill with your musket. Do it. Well, I thought that, like, as I said earlier, like, he does feel like he wants to help the fam, the family. But then, like, there's that thing that guy – from the wire says says later like that um oh he's from the wire too this kid Lance man what a guy he's just in everything I love him yeah but the it, like he said like his programming um like he's programmed to kill anyone that, like knows you know too much about him or whatever mm. and like that that was kind of believable I thought because I thought that like like from the very start we're given like you know he he comes in the door and he like talks to the mother and we give him like like pretty like emotional scene like about the brother and stuff um so like it, it did seem genuine from the start because that is the first scene of the movie so like um yeah i just feel like he's like very you know he's got two sides to him and in the end he's you know conflicted but like killing there are like counter examples like killing those killing them like they the guys who gave him the guns was like, like you can't justify everything he does to some like soldier, soldier's code or something. But you know, it still does feel like there's like conflicting sides of him. One that wants to help the family, I guess. Sure. Okay. I mean, in that way, I will say I did really like. Um, I did really like when we just randomly cut to the what I presume is like, I don't know, the Pentagon or some equivalent of it. Um, and the movie just like totally took a turn 
and we get into like, and, and it sort of channels like some Jason Bourne stuff. That was sort of the parallel in my brain. I, I did like that the second it happened. I was like, oh shit. You know what I mean? They saw oh, super soldiers involved, like Lance, of course, Lance, uh, Lance Redrick. Is his name Redrick, Chad? Lance Redrick? Is that his name? Redick, sorry. Yes. He's great. God bless him. Great in John Wick, too, of course. Mm. Oh, is that where you know him from? John Wick. Mainly Horizon, also John Wick, yeah. Yes, you spend a lot of time with him in Horizon. Oh, okay. He's great. He's great. He's great. See, Carrie Ann Moss is in Forbidden West. Do you see that? No, I didn't say that, no. Yeah, it's cool, yeah. Yeah, what else? Well, let me give you some trivia here. Note how in most of his close-ups, Dan Stevens doesn't blink. I did notice that. Thank you. That was disturbing. Uh, this is to emphasize the strange, unsettling aspect of David. Jane, did you pick up on that? Um, no, but I mean, that's a pretty standard technique and it's used in films to unsettle. But, you know, the fact that you said David again, just, it just sparks something else. His character in Legion is also called David. Oh, cool. I like that. I didn't know that. And Adam Wingard revealed that the budget for this film was around $5 million. And boy, you can tell, but I'm not going to lie. I'm actually going to, I'm going to shout it out here, dude. Like the end fight scenes, the gunfights in the house, super corny. I really enjoyed them. I'm not going to lie. When the friggin' like all the, the, the really budget, like gun effects, um, and like the CG there and stuff and like the gore and the, the practical use of, of the blood and stuff. Like it was, it was fun. I did like that stuff. Um, and, and I always enjoy when, Films with low budget sort of still try and have somewhat ambitious, like, um, action set pieces, you know what I mean? Like, not that this was Fast and Furious or anything, but it was still a gunfight involving several people and stuff blowing up, and then you had the grenade scene as well. Um, so I appreciate the ambition there, and I thought it was pretty solid. Um, yeah, the, the budget for Whiplash is 3.3 million. Wow. Which is, like, super. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I love that. I, I actually didn't know that. That's awesome. Like, five million is a tiny budget, but, like, it's not that small either, you know? Like, most Blumhouse films are made on that budget. Like, Get Out was made on that budget as well. That's impressive, too. That's impressive, too. I don't, I think this film, I mean, Get Out's a way better film, but Get Out um, isn't, isn't as ambitious in the third act, I don't think, in terms of, like, the... Action choreography, I mean, not in terms of the story, but well, like if like there's also a lot of like amazing effects, you know, like that that hypnosis thing and get out. So like you can use the budget better. Is that that's mm. like kind of what that's an example of? Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Oh yeah. So anyway, shout out to low budget films, as I think uh, the, the the sentiment here. You like the score, Jaden? You mentioned that earlier. Yeah, and like the one thing in particular of like when like it kind of cuts to like this I don't know um, uh, establishing shot kind of like 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 you know it'd be it'd be a scene building tension or something like that, and then it just like has this quick cut to like the outside or like you know a completely new location, and it'll kind of have this like slowing effect on the music and, and like like it like has this, like like almost like bell-like tone to it as, as mm. it kind of like just comes down it's really creepy and awesome um i love like every time it employed that and i just love the music throughout the film like 
you know, Dan Stevens makes a comment about, like, you know, he likes the music that Adam makes, well, not makes, but, you know, listens to. And I think that's, I, I, I love the way they use it. I love the way they use it in the final scene. And I guess, like, that kind you know, that kind of final scene, like, is kind of meant to, sh- it, you know, more than anything, show off how the movie is also meant to be taken lightly. It takes itself lightly in the fact that Dan Stevens' character goes to the effort to go to the DJ booth and put in the mixtape mm. to then kill the people too. Like, yeah, like, you know, you know, sure. like, this, this movie point. is aware of itself and, like, you know, like, it's it, it, it's meant to be serious in some parts, it's meant to be light in other parts, but, like, you know, it ultimately, I think it ultimately forms a cohesive product. Yes. No, that's a great point. I feel like this, <laughs> when he turns up again at the end in the damn fire mask, you know, like what? Oh. Yeah. Like what are the you, like, last the very shot. last shot. Yeah. I'm just, I don't, I didn't dislike it at all. I was just had no idea what to feel about it because I don't, like, it's just a joke, right? Like, I don't, like, I mean, there's nothing literal about it that's meant to be compelling, right? Not really. I, I think that's kind of, it's once again, it's, it's, it's not standard, but like, it's, it's, it's not uncommon either to, for kind of slasher films to do that thing where like, you think it's over and then, you know, Jason walks away or someone, you know, comes out of something that they, sh- that they shouldn't have, like, you know, and I think that's like, once again, part of the part that was poking fun and, you know, right. it's funny that we're talking about parody movies just earlier because, like, you know, this isn't necessarily a parody movie, but it certainly takes some of these, you know, ideas and tropes from it and then employs them to, mm. to for its own effectiveness. So it's more like, it's more channeling the story, like that motif than actually like meant to be anything literal about like the character survived or something, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I'd say so. That make, yeah, that makes sense. I get that. Is there any reason why the dad offered David a drink like five times? Oh, yeah. Um, Felt like a joke I wasn't getting was sort of my reaction to it. I, I don't know. Middle America tends to have this alcohol problem, I guess. Maybe it just could be shown <laughs> of him, you know, a way of him dealing with this, an unhealthy way of him dealing with his stress. I don't know. That's true. I guess. That's true. But I believe Dan did say, did he not? That he doesn't drink, and then like the next time he asked, he took it. Yeah, but that's once again just him trying to impress, you know, each character individually. Okay, okay, that's a good point. I can't argue that. Um, dude, he messed the hell up of those that that bar when he beat the shit out of those guys. You know, that was cool. I like that. Super cheesy. Like that's what I I feel like that encapsulates the whole experience for me. Where like I enjoyed that scene. But it's just like it's cheesy as hell, you know. Messes them up all their all like the jokes are like, you know, giving their generic cast performances, but it was fun. I just want to quickly bring up the Pavlov gun thing I mentioned at the start. Oh, you please know, do, yes. Um, you know, Dan Stevens gives him the butterfly knife and there's obviously su- there's such an emphasis put on it about, you know, him defending himself with it that you just know there's gonna be a pa- you, you know that he's gonna stab him at the end. And like, you know, it's good that they do. So that's yeah. a good feature of the movie. That's true. That's a great point. Yeah. They stabbed the shit out of him too, to be fair. Like, they admired this guy like half an hour ago. Don't yeah, get me wrong. I'd stab the shit out of him too. He's a psycho. Yeah, he's, he's insane. What are we giving the guest out of 10? I'll give it a... I don't know, man. I'll give, I'll give it a five, which is higher than I was going to give it. Um, And I think it's purely on... You guys have won me over on some arguments, I'm not going to lie. And also just the fact that 
I didn't enjoy it at the end of the day for the most part, despite it not really being for me. Um, I mean, the fact I was entertained probably mean like that's all that really matters at the end of the day, doesn't it? But um, I don't know. There are other films we've reviewed on this show that I've given fives that I think are worse than this, so that's some of the logic there. I like, remember Cargo. Remember that, Jaden? Remember mm. that movie? That I don't boring remember movie. that movie. Exactly, exactly. I'm surprised <laughs> Jaden did. I actually uh, feel like I remember like too much of that movie. Like, I feel like I could kind of take you to the plot in like, I don't know. Remember when Martin Freeman lined up with the zombies? It was standing there. Oh yeah, I do remember that now too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember when he went for when when he found that boat, and then he went back with food, and the wife went to look in the boat to find something she didn't need. Oh, I do remember that. Mm. I went looking in the boat for a razor blade. It's like, mate, come on now. Oh yeah, sorry, Liam. What are you going to give the guest? Seven out of ten. I think it was really fun. I think Dan Stevens is really great. Seven out of ten. Great. Jaden? Mm, eight out of ten. This is right up my alley. Um, yeah, uh, really, really good movie. Really great. Um, yeah, perfect for me. Terrific. Love it. Love it. All right. Let's get into news chat. Um, Fitzy, piss off, mate. You know what I mean? Get out of the call, all right? Jane and I actually watched the Halo trailer. Well, Jane watched yeah. most of it. I don't know what most of it means, Jane. What does most of it mean? I mean that I got ads on YouTube and Twitch all week showing different parts of it. And I think okay. that by the end of it, I'd watched like 20 minutes of a two-minute trailer. Cool. Cool. Okay, that's good. That's good. You covered a lot of ground. What do you think of it, and does this do anything for you? Did it make you any more less excited? If you were excited, or I, I doubt you're excited, but if you, did it pique your interest? I guess not really. No, it, it's because when I saw this, I thought it'd be a step up from those CG films that we were talking about earlier. Mm. Um, but it really doesn't look like that in any way, other than the fact that it looks live action. It, it's still, it, I think, it looked pretty average. In terms of just mm-hmm. like actual quality, it kind of the way it looked reminded me of the um, Raised by Wolves trailer, where it just looks bland. Do you know what I, it, it? It didn't feel like a lived-in world. It felt kind of empty, you know. Did Did you get that? Yes. Sense? No, I did. I did. Yeah. I yeah. Did. Um, look, I know nothing about Halo lore, so it kind of surprised me to see like these guys were living in like fucking the Middle Ages, and then Master Chief comes here to liberate them. The Middle um, Ages, yeah. You know, he gives him water. He talks about the Halo. I didn't even know what the... I thought the Halo was just the name of the series. I didn't realize like the Halo, uh, that there's actually a significance to a Halo. Oh, no, there's Halo rings. There's the... Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so when they were talking about that, I was like, oh, okay, so this is actually something more. Yeah. Um, we've seen Master Chief, of course. Um, he's cool. The big John 117. There he is. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, like... Paramount Plus, whatever that is, what, what's coming out? Where's that? What's that doing in Australia? We, Jaden, we have Paramount Plus in this house. Can you believe that? I did ask, really. Straight up, we do. We have Paramount Plus, and uh, I, I'm not saying that for any kind of like, hey guys, we've got Paramount. I'm just saying, like, I'm also sort of bewildered. I have Paramount Plus, to be honest with you. Like, that's the that's the point we're at, mm. where Paramount Plus exists. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's Paramount makes good movies. I should, yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I'm interested in the show now, I will say that. Um, I 
sounds like I liked it a bit more than Jane. I totally agree that visually it's nothing incredible. It sort of gives me, I think it's too harsh to say it looks like a sci-fi network series, you know, like the, the channel sci-fi. I think that's a bit harsh. Mm. Uh, I think it looks better than that. But it doesn't look amazing. And, you know, you can sort of see through the cracks of everything. It looks like the first season of a HBO show, like Raised by Sure. Books. Well, yeah, no, that, that was a good comparison. I don't yeah. disagree. In terms of the larger universe, I can see, like, the locales and stuff. It, do, it doesn't stand out particularly to me as someone who's not a huge Halo fan. I've played some Halo. I know I know Halo. I'm a casual. I'd say I'm a casual Halo fan, you know. So none of, none of that stood out to me in sci-fi. But well, I did really like the designs of, of the, the characters, and I, I did really like uh, the Spartans and Master Chief's design was cool. I did really like the aliens, the Covenant. We saw a, a CG Covenant dude in there, and I thought he looked really good. So I was like, okay, they're nailing, uh, you know, I've got reservations, but they're nailing the characters and their designs. So, like, I appreciate that. That's cool. They're not sonicking it, sonicking it, you know, which is a phrase I've just coined. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm curious about it. It's kind of strange, in my opinion, that I feel like when you hear about them making a Halo show, you'd think, considering there's so much lore and books and all this sort of shit that I've got no idea about, but I still find it kind of weird that they're choosing to go with Master Chief, you know what I mean? I feel like that story sort of only... Like, Master Chief, he's the most... He's generic soldier guy because he works as a bro shooter's protagonist, you know what I mean? He works as a as a protagonist of a video game. It's sort of strange to me that they would sort of try and tackle his story in a show. I don't know how compelling his story is when you're not playing as him shooting the shit out of aliens, you know what I mean? So I would have figured that maybe they would have gone with like another story in the universe or something, but no, they're just straight up like doing him. So I don't know. Maybe I'll, we'll have to wait and see. Book of Boba Fett and make him a side character in his own show. That's right, they will. <laughs> Master Chief, we get bore, four boring episodes in Master Chief and then they introduce like all these other characters and it's like, oh. Shit. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll, I'll wait and see what people think of it and I might check it out. I yeah, if they, if they find a way of getting Anna Popperwell to reprise her role somehow, magically, I'll, I'll be fully behind it. Who the hell is that? She's in one of the Halo movies and she's also in Narnia. Oh, um, okay. Okay. I think she's in the, 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 the fourth one. Is that is that the Forward Unto Dawn one or whatever the fuck it is? I don't know anything about Narnia. Literally nothing about it. Oh, I was talking about the Halo uh, title. Wait, what? The, the, the which is the fourth Halo movie? The one that's got Unto Dawn? Or is that oh, third one? I don't know anything. I don't know the titles either. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was like, I was thinking, like, is there Narnia Forward Until Dawn? Like, what the? No, no. I don't know anything about that. I don't know. No, Narnia, I've got covered. But do you ever see um um Master Chief's face, or is it always a mask, always hidden? Because the um, guy who's playing him in the show, Pablo Shardine, is really good. He was in The Wire. He was in Dead of Thieves. Oh, He's okay. Good. You don't – You don't. I think in the like the game's lore, I think you've seen glimpses of his face. He's a bald white dude is what, is, is what he is. Like we sort of – in this trailer, there is a shot of him behind his back, like with nothing on, um, just completely butt-ass naked. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> there – so – they they are playing with this idea, at least in the trailer, of like he's not going to be have a mask on all the time. So we'll, okay. we'll see to what extent they'll see to I don't know to what extent they'll go with it. If he'll just be 
maskless for scenes or anything. I don't know, but I mean, I feel like when you've got an actor of that caliber, you you would at least have some scenes like that. But mm. that is the other thing of note for Halo fans was that his voice was obviously this dude playing and was not the same as people are used to. But people seemed to be happy with the job he was doing. As far as a casual fan, I was like, yeah, it sounds pretty good. So uh, Dakota Johnson is Madam Webb. We had a little Google of who Madam Webb is. Maybe Luke can tell us in the comments. But she's been cast in the Spider-Verse Sony universe uh, in the future. She joins the likes of Jared Leto as Morbius. And never forget uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson as, who's he playing? Um, uh, Craven, the hunter. Remember that? Yeah. In his own movie. Yeah. I just every time like a Sony and news drops about Sony casting someone for their Spider Man movies, I'm just always like, I guess you're, I guess you're still doing that, huh? You know, I guess your movies make some money, so good for you guys. Good for you guys. I will say Dakota Johnson never been a fan of her as an actress at all until I saw her in uh, a film Fifty recently Shades. called <laughs> Yes, Fifty Shades Freed really won me over. <laughs> uh, I saw her in a film called Our Friend, and she really blew me away in that role. I was like, oh, shit, okay. There's something to pay attention to here for me anyway. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts? Are you Dakota Johnson fans? I don't really know. Fifty Shades fans, maybe. Mm, I like her in Suspiria, which was she, she was really good in the, mm. in the 2018 remake. Um, cool. And obviously Need for Speed as well. She's... So great in that movie. Oh, is she in that? No, she's shit in it, though. With Aaron Paul? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. She's all right. Okay. Cool. Plus, she's dating Chris Martin. That's always a good thing. Oh, is she? Mm. That's always a good thing. <laughs> she wins points with us for that. All right. Now it's time for our highlights of the week. Liam, welcome back to the show. What have you been watching? Tea time. That's the French word to say it. Um, tea time? Tea time? Tea tan? Tea time. Oh, titan. Titan. That's the way. Yes. That's it. Jaden. Cool. Yeah. The winner of the. What is it? The Palm Door at Cannes, Cannes Film Festival. Cannes Film Festival. That's Jane would say. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was interesting. It was really crazy. Um, it was uh, like really gory and violent and very ambiguous in its themes. And, you know, there was some cool cinematography and definitely like the, the premise itself was entertaining. But, um, yeah, I'm not like as behind it as like it seems people have been, but it's like it's pretty out there man it's pretty out there but it doesn't yeah it's, it's ambiguous it doesn't explain everything so it doesn't all like come together or anything but it is mm. pretty entertaining just for what it is so yeah sounds like, like you'd be right up my alley mm, it's definitely prototypical zach entertainment okay okay cool what'd you watch it on what's it on um, I got it on iTunes, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it's on YouTube as well. Oh, to rent, to rent. Mm. It's not one of these like free YouTube films we love talking about. Uh, Jane, what about you? 
Oh no. Oh no. That's gone. God bless you. You nailed it. Did you talk about Rathaman in the show? You did, right? I think so, but it was ages ago. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. We'll skip it then. Did you talk about Don't Look Up on the show? Don't think. Did we? I don't think we did. No. We've all seen it, though. Yeah, we can have a bit of a discussion about that then. I watched this movie from um, old mate uh, Adam, not Wingard. Not, other Adam. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I really like his movies. Oh, wait, hold on. Have I seen... He did Big Short and um, I haven't seen Vice. Yeah, well, I really like the Big Short and I think, you know, it's, it's evident that the the, the, the style is, is evident that the carry over. Um, so mm-hmm. I think I do really like his movies and Vice and, you know, and such like that. Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. Uh, you know, it's pretty typical in terms of Doomsday movies, I kind of, I, I guess, in terms of plot and, you know, the kind of failed mission, you know, it, this goes that way, this happens that way. It, it, it all folds, unfolds like that, but then this obviously has the the added aspect of the, the, the science part and the political message. And, you know, it is, it is pretentious wankery and kind of presents itself as being more important than what it is, but, you know, like... Yeah, I'm fine with it. Like it's, it's it's made for a casual audience, you know. So maybe they do need it laid on that thick. I don't know. Um, it is laid on very fucking thick, um, too thick, in fact. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. It's it worked for me though. Just in the in the Adam McKay doing his satire, you know what I mean? Where it's it's played for more often than not laughs and like for the audience to react in a way of like, this is so unbelievable, but it's like meant to obviously be like a, like a reflection of, but it is, it's not really unbelievable, is it? But it's so, it's played as such insanity in terms of how, like specifically like in the way it comments on social media culture and media culture and like, you know, fake news and or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? That, that those ideas that have, huge re, you know effects on the film and the plot and like how Meryl Streep manipulates votes and shit and all that sort of stuff like it's always played for like that's so absurd it's funny but then you're meant to like obviously take a step back and go oh wait I guess this shit sort of sort of hits for real you know what I mean but, yeah but I think it happens too hard to the point where it just doesn't it sure. it's like yeah sure 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 I get that that's Adam McKay, man. Vice hits hard too. Vice does not care. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah. like, I really? Like, maybe, maybe it's because of my, you know, like I know fuck all about stocks and the market and shit. Maybe that's why I had such a, such an affinity for that style. In, oh, okay. Yeah. In, in the big short. Whereas in this, when you've been fucking living with this kind of kind of culture for the past mm. however many years, it is probably a bit much. I don't know. Mm. Like, like, you know, like – Every time Mark Rylance is on the screen, and it's you know it's you know obviously something to show the influence that big tech has on shit that they really shouldn't have influence on. It's just too much. Like like the whole character that Mark Rylance plays, it's obviously meant to poke fun at fucking Mark Zuckerberg and how he can't have a human interaction. But like it's it's too much, you know. Um, yeah, right, right. Well, that's a perfect example of like I thought Mark Rylance was hilarious. So like. Right, I, like that's the contrast there. But I, I get you. I feel you. It, it is a lot. It's and like, lot. I think the whole like morning show thing 
with Kate Blanchett oh, yeah. and the other bloke. It's too much. It's, sure. Yeah. Kate Blanchett was really good, though. I liked her a lot. She was. You know, it's funny. I didn't even realize it was her because, like, until, like, ridiculously late in the movie. My mum said I, the same thing, yeah. 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 Like, I was like, oh, shit. She, she plays a stereotype. I, I, I genuinely thought it was, like, some talk show host from over there. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, she's doing an alright job, actually. Yeah, I don't um, know if she had, like, makeup on or something, but, yeah, she totally is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I like Jennifer Lawrence and Timothee Chalamet. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Leo was good, too. Uh, oh, yeah, I, thought, I like Leo a lot. Yeah, I thought Leo was hilarious. I thought it was, like, just, like, really funny. Like, Leo and Jennifer. Like, mm. the, the cast looks so big. That I was like, okay, who is going to be the main character? Who's going to be like the focus? Mm, I didn't right. know because I don't, I don't watch the trailer or anything. So like, yeah, seeing Leo as actually like the main character as this scientist dude was like, it was pretty great. Like he played it pretty well. Um, I love his little freakouts. Yeah, yeah like they're great. Totally, totally. I love the gag with the like the military general in the White House who, mm. <laughs> who makes. <laughs> It makes it. What was it? She makes it makes them pay for the drink or something. Makes them pay yeah. for the free chips. Yeah. That was and, great. And like he makes them pay a lot. It's like it's like it's like, it's like ten ten dollars each or some shit. I'm like fuck. <laughs> that shit was funny. What about that post credit scene though? You know, is that the one with the oh, other planet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was fun. It was goofy. It was fun. Jonah Jonah Hill was really good. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I think he great. might have been a bit much for me as, as, as well. Sure. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. That if, if Don't Look Up is one thing, it's a lot. There's no doubt. Yeah, uh, yeah it, I, I, you know, it, it does. Like, but I, th- I think there's uh, maybe there's just the areas that I'm more estranged to that I don't mind and it's the areas I'm more f- familiar with that mm. is the one that's too much. Like, you know, this whole, like, betrayal of a nepotism baby in, like, you know, the most powerful position you can have. Fucking, you know, mm. so I, I, I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm so glad you brought up Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's so funny to me. Like, even when his lines, as they're written, like, his jokes aren't hilarious by themselves. Like, his delivery is so funny to me. Like, just his demeanor and, oh, God, he cracks me up so much. I think it goes to the effort to change girl with the dragon tattoo to boy with the dragon tattoo for Jennifer Lawrence. Did he say that? Was that a line? Yeah. Oh, that's oh cool. yeah, yeah. And he's like talking about how she didn't go to Harvard or whatever. He's like, like that. He's like, in, he's like uh, insulting him in the, you know, the White House in that in that what's that room? You know, the presidential room or whatever. The Oval Office. Yes, and then, yeah. Do, 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 I, I, I know Australia likes their high universities, but do you think we have the same complex as America does, where they have the no. Ivy League? No. no. Yeah, they have way more. Yeah, because like investing you know, in that. I know, like, you know, everyone loves it. Sydney University, Melbourne University, University New South Wales and shit like that. Australia. But I feel like getting a degree from fucking, you know, Swinburne is as as, as, as respected as anything yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't Maybe think not, you know. I'm, I'm, I would I'm agree. Not out, I'm not out here employing people. I, like, you know, I don't know how they look at it, but I just feel like we don't have that kind of same kind of culture. I think that. you're right, personally. Yeah. So whenever I see it portrayed, it's always a bit, Odd. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I did. I did like one other thing. I like was like, I don't know, just like Leo and like his family and stuff, and like 
you know, I felt something at the end of the dinner table. That was good. Um, wait, what's funny? I'm oh, sorry, I just I was just reminded why Leo's son looks like his brother. Like, those are meant to be Leo's sons, and they look like exactly the same age as him. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. They look, that. I don't think so. They look like, they look like younger brothers at the least. You reckon? They look no, like, reckon they're meant they're... to be his sons. Yeah, I think it's fair. Oh, you know, Le- so Leo's like 50. It's not that odd to have like 23-year-old sons. That Wait, no, no, I know he's 50, but it's how they look though. Like Leo does not look 50 and they look like they look like the same age. You know what I mean? No, I know for a fact Leo's 50. I disagree. Uh, okay. Leo looks like he's 30. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a bit of a push. 40. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I disagree. Do you want to argue about celebrities' ages or? Yeah, sure. How does Jennifer Lawrence look? Oh, 60. Uh, now <laughs> oh, I'm... <laughs> I'll tell you, Jan, I finally did it. I've finished Hawkeye, all right? And, uh, man, what a fine show. That's so forgettable, man. I watched it last night and I feel like I forgot what happened. Mm, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's not. It's it's Shrug, it's shrug the show, you know what I mean? It's like, all right. It's um, it's definitely my least favourite of any of the MCU show, uh, shows so far. And it's it's not bad at all. Like, it's perfectly acceptable entertainment. It's perfectly remarkable. Oh, sorry, unremarkable. You know what I mean? There's just so little does remotely interesting. And as much as I really haven't loved some of the other MCU shows, like at least by the end of them, there are elements that are substantial enough to stick out in my brain or like story things that they're trying to do that are impactful in some way or interesting in some way. Like I didn't really care for Loki that much, but like at least the way it sort of messes with the time stuff is cool, you know, and WandaVision's the same thing where like I appreciate what they were going for with Wanda as a character. Like, but you finish Hawkeye and it's just nothing, there's nothing to grab onto like that, you know, it's just sort of like, all right. More than anything, just for Kate Bishop and that's it. Well, yeah, and I didn't even love her, to be honest. Like, I I like Hayley Steinfeld, but like her she was okay. She was okay. I don't. Yeah. I feel like I sort of. I got the impression anyway that people loved her, and I wasn't there at all. Like I was just like, okay, she's cool, whatever. Like, if I see her again, I wouldn't be mad, but obviously, but it's like, okay. I, I think the script harms everyone. I just feel like it's such. Like I, I, can't, I can't remember the finale, but like I'm, I'm pretty sure, like <laughs> I can't the di- the I'm pretty sure the dialogue there was just such. You know, it was just genericness beyond you know, the nth degree. Particularly yeah. when, like, you know, Florence Pugh is facing off with... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, again, like, the show, like, it's not bad. Like, the show has themes uh, and it does attempt character arcs, which I like, and that's cool, but it's nothing memorable and it's nothing you haven't seen before, you know, with that, especially with that particular scene. Yeah, right. Yeah. Florence Pugh's thing in this is really odd to me. Like, I don't know why she's so... Strongly believe that Clint just killed Natasha. I mean, right? Yeah, it feels a bit contrived. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know there was that post-credit scene in Black Widow, but that, that wasn't that wasn't really substantial after. I don't know. Is Elaine from Seinfeld that convincing? You know, I don't know. Oh yeah, because she said kill Hawkeye in that, didn't she? Right. Yeah. 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 But in in the series, don't they? Well, shows talks about. Oh no, that's right. Don't worry. Oh, I know exactly. I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. Um, could you sort of 
gather from that that um, Elaine from Seinfeld is like in with in with um, is in with Netflix man. Like, can you sort of gather that from it? I don't know. Like, it never it never says that at all. Yeah, maybe it could just be like a crossover of missions. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, because yeah. they never mention her ever. So no. no. So anyway, it's pretty unremarkable. I already, I've, I've talked with Jaden in the past with the previous episodes about how the action just is not. Yeah, I don't know. It <sighs> feels like you can do so much more with what than what we're given. Than yeah. like you know, like Arrow has better burrow scenes. Oh, does it? Inventiveness with like what they do with that mm. and what this does, you know. Yeah. And you just have your bag of tricks. There's, there's gas arrows now, and then they do wacky shit, you know. So, I don't know. It's okay. I wouldn't have, uh, it's completely harmless, you know, and it's fairly entertaining. It's, it's short, too, at the end of the day. But uh, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where there is so much uh, incredible television out there to watch, Um, so much of which I have seen and so much of, and even more of which I haven't seen, that I would recommend to people before they, you know, go to something like this. It's really as simple as that. <laughs> Um, all right, well, speaking of television, now we hand the show over to you with our question of the show. Last week we asked you, who are some of your favourite upcoming actors and actresses who are going to break through or have been breaking through TV? I put that very well right then, didn't I? Uh, Luke said, the dude who plays Agent Smith, he's good in Mindhunter. He's, of course, talking about Jonathan Groff. Great shout, but we can't talk about Jonathan Groff in Mindhunter. It's Jonathan Groff in Looking. That's what. That's what. Mm. That's the breakout. That's the breakout. Come on now. That's true. I thought Fitzy was going to have like a angry reaction. I thought he was going to jump out of his seat. What's Freaking. Looking? It's that uh, show that he was in that Fitzy was talking about last two weeks ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I was like talking to Luke about. He thought, sorry, like, I thought, because you guys talk about Mindhunter, but oh, I, thought, that's right. I thought Luke would have, like, heard, uh, like, you guys talking about it, like, know about it, but he had never heard it, so he never even heard of the show. But, like, you know, it's perfect for him. He likes, like, Criminal Minds and stuff, so. Don't compare Mindhunter to Criminal Minds. <laughs> David Fincher did Mindhunter, bro. But hang on, it was, wait, is he, so, what, are you saying Luke's been watching Mindhunter recently? Is that what you mean? Mm. Oh, okay. Cool. I, to... I tried to sell him on Groff. Okay. Talking about looking into my hunter and everything. And his name is Holden Ford. Remember that? Um, Holden Ford. They make a joke about that, which is great in season two. Anyway, and Andy he said. Oh, that it's an Australian joke as well. He does. He does. Yeah. I love that. Um, spoilers if Luke isn't up to that. Uh, Andy said, I wouldn't know. I only associate great acting with the movie stars, not with those TV peasants. Oof. Uh, jokes aside, can't really think of anyone as I don't watch many TV shows, but Brian Cranston for me, maybe. And Andy, hey, I got to say, when we were talking about this question last week, I said, would Brian Cranston count? And we sort of collectively came to the conclusion of, eh, yeah, sort of, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, sure, that's, that's a fine answer. That's a good answer. But Andy, you need to watch Breaking Bad, mate. What are you doing? What are you doing? He has um, seen Breaking Bad. Oh, he has? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, he's seen, he's seen a bit of it at least. I think he's seen it, yeah. Don't speak for Andy, mate. You don't know, you don't know what Andy does, all right? No, nah, that's, that's great stuff. Um, 
All right, what are what are our choices, Jaden? What are you thinking here? I had to rack my brain a little bit. Yeah, I really struggled because, like, you know, who's emerging, who's not? Because it was such a bad question. Come on. Yeah. I really like the question, actually. It made me think a lot. I was like, because I was trying to think of people who were kind of locked into long series and kind of came out of them like that. I was trying to think of, like, Game of Thrones people. I'm like, they haven't really emerged through so much, you know. I really liked Kit Harrington in in Hawkeye. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't think anyone from Game of Thrones has really broken out of the Game of Thrones mold yet. Um. Oh, really? You don't think Richard Madden? Richard Madden probably is like the best example you can give. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, but I will say, I think my choice is going to be Amelia Jones. Um, she had a mm. few small roles before Lock and Key, but I think Lock and Key is kind of was started giving her more recognition. Um, you, got, you know her, obviously, from Coda. Um, She's great, yeah. Yeah, um, but like, so before Lock and Key, she was in this like movie called Incident in Ghostland that didn't get much traction. But you know, she's in Nuclear as well, and she's 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 getting projects now, and she's getting attention and recognition and awards and stuff. And I'd say Lock and Key was kind of her getting boosted to a recognizable status. So yeah, I'll say it. Oh, she was in Utopia. What's that Utopia? Was, that was a pretty big show, but, but yeah, but wasn't she really young in that? Because like she was also in Doctor yeah, Who, but yeah. she was like fucking six. So yeah, she was like, young. I guess as an adult, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Lock and Key, so not applicable to me. But is Lock and Key good, by the way? Yeah, it's kind of teen trash, but you know, I, I eat. Oh, see that by Ali. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. What about you, Fitzy? What's going on? Well, okay, so like the person that made me think of this phenomenon i guess was um was um jack quaid in scream. oh yeah that's right and the new scream movie he's not my answer but like him in the new scream movie is really great like he plays like kind of his character from um the boys in like his awkwardness but um like yeah him in the movie just made me think oh wow like he's like really great at like you know playing in a semi-normal person as like <laughs> most tv show actors have to be because like you can't sustain like a crazy performance over like mm. so many seasons you gotta have like degrees of like normal you know emotions and behaviors and stuff um that's a great which one. is kind of like the difference i see between like tv show actors and like, movie actors like i couldn't see like leo you know and like you know like a six series like tv show so like yeah, like, he made me think of it, but, like, there are other actors that come to mind, um, Jonathan Groff, but, like, Adam Brody is the real one, which I think of. Like, I haven't seen him in, like, um, that teen show he was in. The Who's Adam Brody again? Um, okay. He was, so, he was in, the OC was, like, the big thing he was in. He's in Ready or Not. You saw that, Jane. That's, like, he was, um. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, I, I like, in the last few years, he's been, like, a bunch of films. Shazam, Promising Young Woman, and also The Kid Detective, which is really what I, like, you know, love him from. Mm. Um, yeah, but he's, like, he's like really great. And he's, like, you know, he feels, like, underappreciated. But over the last couple of years, he's got, like, a lot of amazing roles. So, like, hopefully he'll be, like, you know, in a bunch of new stuff. But, yeah, out of Brody's way, it's a... I had a few ideas. I, I hope it's within the spirit of the question still. Um, first and most obvious, 
<laughs> Thanks, Dan. The first and most obvious, although not, I, I think I think um, we're sort of past. We're, we're actually well past the emerging word use here. Um, is Pedro Pascal in terms of the Game of Thrones performance and where that went? That was unbelievable. Um, oh, sorry, yeah, I forgot about him. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So, but I feel like he's sort of really established now to the point where I feel like calling him emerging isn't really accurate at all. Um, so then I was like, okay, what about where would you consider Anya Taylor Joy as emerging? Because no, I, I feel think she's like fully fledged. Yet. What, really? Well, not, no, I, I think she had a stat. Well, are you going to say that she's emerging from Queen's Gambit? Yes, in a mainstream I, sense. I think she was. I think she already had a big enough following prior to it. I get, yeah, I get where fans. I don't think, I don't think anyone really knew who she was before that. Like, there's no way people on the level of you know my parents and my grandparents and stuff recognize her now. Zero chance it ever would have beforehand. I think. That's- yeah, but I think when you compare, when you like, when you have a look at it, like she was in Peaky Blinders before she was in Queen's Gambit. That's true. No, that's true. So, I mean, like, if you're just saying- Sorry, I still win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you're still, like, right No, but yeah, you're right, like, yeah. You know, it, like, she was in an M. Night Shyamalan film. That was one of the biggest horror films of the year, you know? Mm. She was in The Wish, which became, you know, she became an indie darling in that. And, like, you know, right. there is no such thing as an indie darling anymore. Because once you become that, you almost become mainstream, I guess, in, in, in a way. Yeah. You know, I think- I think calling her emerging from the Queen's Gambit isn't entirely fair. Maybe from Peaky Blind or something before they, like the miniaturist even, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think if anything, I mean, she's like, my, I mean, I haven't gotten up to it yet, but I imagine she's like a supporting character in Peaky Blinders, knowing the show. In my brain, then, I guess she really emerged in Split. I think that's a fair answer. I think that's fair, yeah. Yeah, um, that's a really good point. So, I don't know. Sort of you take my answers and sort of throw them out there. I guess you can consider them if you want. But what I actually really thought of with this question was how much of a complete, how much it's so painful to me, dude. That where are the black sales cast? Where are they? Hollywood, listen to me, man. Where are they? Okay, they deliver is, amazing performances, and they're in nothing. Isn't Jessica Parker Kennedy? Is she in Black Sales? Yeah. She does some stuff. Does she? I've never seen her in anything. Oh, she life. was in The Flash. I know that. Oh, okay. All right. And I think, and I think she was in um, I think she was in Dope as well, which is like this 2015 Indian indie film. Well, she's making a 2015 indie film. She's huge, you know. I don't know. I think she's done some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you heard of her at least. Um, I don't know, man. That's such a – like I, was to, I, I need this so bad for these people, you know what I mean? I just can't handle it. It's so upsetting to me. I'm just saying. I'm tell- and you know what? Someone in the comments, no one's going to write this, but someone in the comments is going to write, hey, Zach, uh, Toby Stevens is in Lost in Space on Netflix. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck, dude. That's not good enough, okay? Lost in Space. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Who watches Lost in Space? Actually, speaking about Lost in Space, another uh, Taylor Russell who's in that show. I haven't seen it, but I know she's in that show. I think she might have emerged from that. She's also really good. Oh, okay. Okay. I watched the first... Uh, the first- I don't know, four episodes of that or something? Can't remember. Wait, wait is she like is she the daughter? Is she younger? Like Yeah, she's like I don't know. Yeah. I guess she's the daughter then. She There's only is. one daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> got it, got it. Um 
Cool. All right. Well, as always, we'd love you to submit your questions, thoughts, and reviews for next week's film in the YouTube comments section. Send us a DM on Instagram or join the Discord. Where are you? You're not in the Discord. Get in there. Uh, next week, we're asking you, what is your favorite parody movie? Shit, do we need another poll movie this week? Absolutely. I'm sorry. I forgot to remind. I for- I'm sorry. I should have mentioned that at the start. I apologize. Um, now it's time to announce our poll. Oh, shit. <laughs> who's, who's going? Who's... I don't remember. Who did I face last time? Oh, I think you won. So it's you and... Yeah, it's me and yeah, Zach. You okay. Yeah. okay. You, you, you can go first, Zach, for obvious reason. Cool. I am nominating. Ooh. It's about time. It's about time, okay? We haven't had a poll in ages. You just broke everyone's eardrops. Um, I know. Well, it, I mean, oh, yeah, it's been a little bit, I guess. Um, I saw it there the other day. I saw it on the home screen. The big missing gap for me, okay? Big it has always eluded me. It has always eluded me, Fitzy. But I saw it on Stan. I saw it. I know what you're going to say. And, we're, and I'm nominating Enemy Man. I'm doing it. Bro, I watched I this goddamn movie. Wait, what? I watched it a few weeks ago, dickhead. Well, there you go. You don't have to rewatch it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm joking. It's fine. I like anime. Nah, nah. I don't believe you. You weren't joking. You're upset. It's fine. Just admit it. I'm upset. Like Andrew Neiman in uh, that scene of the bush where he has to yell out he's upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually think in that scene he's like trying not to laugh. <laughs> like I can see it on his face. Yeah, probably. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get through a single scene with J.K. Simmons in that movie without laughing. It's just, it's so good. It's hilarious. Can I change my my vote? Can we just do that? No, that's I'm upset. Oh, okay. I don't know if either of you watched this, watched it recently, but I guess I will nominate uh, something that we love here is controversial figures, and I will nominate a film oh, no. with him oh, as no. the leading man. Oh, um, I'm scared. We spoke about him recently, actually, as well. Uh, big space dog in LA Confidential. Cool. Okay. Uh, LA Confidential. I think you've seen that, Liam, right? Yeah, you haven't watched it recently, though, have you? It's fine. No, I haven't. No? Are you sure it's fine? I can change it. I could say her. It was the other one, but I think Zach watched that recently, right? Yeah, really recently, yeah. You can do that if you want. I don't want. think I wish originally. Yeah. I mean, I can either punish Liam or punish Zach. You know, it's the one. Kevin Space Dog. All right. You committed to the Space Dog and his weird Instagram videos or whatever those were. Remember that? <laughs> whatever those were. Oh, okay. All right. Those are some good choices. I like those choices. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, just so you guys are, I don't know if anyone remembers who know. People probably don't know Kevin Space Dog anymore because. He's been cancelled for so long, but um, you might remember Kevin Space Dog from Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. Everyone, I'm talking to the listeners right now. They they probably don't know that, so mm. they remember that performance though. And if you're uh, if you went to the same school as us, you might remember from Year Eight RE when we watched Pay It Forward. So that's right. Oh, that's yeah. right. He's also a famous YouTuber. Oh, yeah. I post every. No, I didn't post it this year, but usually every year. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I feel like the pay it forward reference is the best one because 70% of listeners definitely went to our school. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for this week's episode. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Liam and Jaden, for being here. 
Have a great rest of your week and goodbye.